Okay, welcome to another edition of the Culture Class Podcast, the podcast where we get to interact with people from different backgrounds and get to learn about other cultures. Today, I have Mr. Andre Russell, or popularly known as Dreezy Claus, uh, and he describes himself as Chicago's Black Santa. So um, he, he doesn't live in the North Pole, but he lives somewhere as close, as cold as the North Pole, being Chicago. But how's your how's your week going, sir? The week is going great. The week is going great. Uh, it's uh, starting to get a little cool down here. The fall, the fall season is kicking in and everything. But today is a beautiful day. I'm off of work and, and I have some great news to share with you about uh, Drizzy Claus. So, yeah, I, I, I'm happy right now. I'm ecstatic and I'm definitely thankful for your for your time for the interview. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. Sure, most definitely. And we're going to get into that awesome news in a bit. But let me just describe like what I understand about you. So the way I kind of like ran into you is that I was listening to a podcast myself and someone was talking about, hey, you know, we need to have more diversity with Santa Claus and why don't we have difference? And I knew I had seen something of that nature before. So um, you have like, obviously, like this is like the Christmas season and everything. And, you know, during Christmas season and even when it's not Christmas season, like you dress up as Santa Claus, you have like your white beards, your white dreads, and you talk to black kids and stuff like that. So we're going to get into that a little bit. But let me talk about you as a boy growing up. What was Christmas like for you? Did you grow up in Chicago? How was your Christmas like Christmases growing up? Yeah, pretty much born and raised in Chicago. I had a brief stint down south, down south Illinois, but for the most part, born and raised in Chicago most of my life. Uh, I now, now, here's the reality. Um, I grew up seeing White Santa and Black Santa. Oh, interesting. I, yes, I saw I saw White Santa out and about. Of course, you know, going at like malls or you know stores and stuff like that, or out and about in public places. But at my church, at my church, there was a Black Santa there, and I didn't really connect the dots as far as like culturally how significant it was because I was a kid and I didn't realize I wasn't you know I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about Santa Claus and gifts and wishes. So. <laughs> right. I didn't think about it. So, but the fact that I saw a black Santa, it was never foreign to me that that was going to be the case. And also another exclusive, another exclusive information for you was when at at that same church that I grew up with most of my, all my life, I actually participated as Santa Claus when I was like older because I was able to wear the suit. So I, so even as a young per, as a young Santa, <laughs> I was still representing uh, as a black Santa, but I still didn't connect the dots how what that meant. You know, I just was like, well, I'm black and they're black, so it's cool. Right. But when I got older and more culturally aware and how significant it was and how I never saw representation out in public, that's when I knew how powerful it was to be that image. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of the images, you know, that are so popular in the world, whether it's Santa Claus or uh, Superman or, you know, all these different things they were created by people who didn't necessarily like they, they drew or they created what they know. Right. These creators just created what they were familiar with. And just so happened that it was like white men creating like the comic books and the cartoons and all these things. That's why we had all those representations to one specific side, you know, but shout out to your church 
like doing that all those years back when you were much younger? Was that something that the parents came together and thought about? I know you were a kid back then or the church was just forward thinking. I thought it would be important to introduce like Black Santa to kids. How did that? Do you ever have a talk with the pastor about how he came up with that? No, it's funny because we had white pastors growing up. We had white and black pastors. I went to a Catholic church. So we had white pastors and black pastors, but the person who did it was a member of the church and he was active in the church. So that was his thing. You know, that was his thing. He wanted to do that. And, and that was his thing. So it wasn't as much as thinking about it culturally as much as it was just, rep- just, just, just doing it because that's what you want to do for the kids. I, I think back, I want to say back in the day, it probably wasn't as complicated because it was just, I'm black. So I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm a dress up as Santa. But from my knowledge and from my memory, I can't remember another Black Santa out in the public, out in the world, you know, even on TV. You never really saw it unless it was like a TV show where they had like a Black Santa character uh, but they was like dressed up for that for that episode, and it was that character for the episode. But they wasn't Santa; they was just dressed as them. They they was it was like let's say if you remember the show called The Jeff, and The Jeff had an episode where George Jefferson was probably dressed up as Santa Claus. He wasn't necessarily portraying Santa; he was just wearing the suit. You right, know, you right? Him. There has not been an actual character that we can look at and say that Santa as a black person. You know, it was it's something different about that as opposed to you just being a guy in a suit, but actually having like an image and a and a reference. Like when you see movies all the time, you see how Santa Claus became Santa Claus. You see Santa Claus say the world. You see that uh, the Santa Claus with a uh, Tom with a uh, Tim Allen. You see the the white version and how they evolved the character and the story and the legend, but you never see a black bird. So I remember that, you know, and that's what I roll with, you know. So that's why, you know, when I'm doing this, it's like, wow, I'm doing this now. Who knows where that might end up? You know, they, they might make a movie or TV show or a cartoon about Black Santa now. You know, it's funny you say that because I was just listening to Issa Rae's, uh, Issa Rae's uh, interview on The Breakfast Club and she probably like, we heard her like wrapping up Insecure and everything. Maybe that's <laughs> interesting. Uh, that'll be an interesting thing to see on TV or movies. But let me ask you this, like I'm Nigerian, right? So I'm an immigrant to the US and like it's, it's interesting to see how Christmas is celebrated in like different countries and like different parts of the world. Where I grew up, like we didn't have Santa Claus. We had something called Father Christmas, which was I guess Santa Claus in a sense but what Christmas was for us was putting on our best outfits so our moms like most people like if your parents couldn't afford your Christmas clothes in December because we were too expensive they'll probably buy it like April or something like buy you Christmas clothes in like June and like you'll be looking at it in the box and like you'll be waiting for December just so you can put it on the shoes the brand new clothes and then you go out to your friend's house and you eat you just you go crazy and you like go to different cousins house and you know one is serving goat one is serving this one, you just go different places and eat. We weren't really about presents, at least my specific family. But what was your particular experience like growing up in Chicago, growing up in the US? I know the American Christmas tradition is about, you know, opening your presents the day after Christmas, having your Christmas dinner. But what was it in the Russell household? It was, I was born and raised, my grandparents, our, our, my, my grandparents, uh, both on both sides of the family, uh, they were big on on giving. They were big on giving. They were big on the family tradition. So it was about the tree. It was about decorating the tree. It was about de- putting the lights up. It was about uh, the Christmas dinner uh, and watching my grandmother um, prepare the meal. 
meals and everybody coming over and opening presents and talking and 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 just being around each other the family piece like you said the family piece uh the older we got yeah we had to go to different people's houses and visit and things like that but for the most part they would come over to our house the neighbors would come over and say hi and and and, and trade presents and it was such a very uh a happy environment um the older i got i remember that i want when i started to work i wanted to be able to afford to buy my my family gifts and i was like my my, my main concern was i wanted to buy my my grandma my grandpa some gifts yeah i wanted to buy them stuff and then the older i got i realized they didn't really care but they appreciated it you know <laughs> it was like you don't have to buy them anything but they appreciate it and that's another thing that you realize like the older you get they don't really want much but they but they want you to be happy and they want you to be loved and everything like that so all of this stuff just really just comes in the fact about just the family piece the family piece is just what's important being around family uh watching the kids open up presents and watching that transition happen and and keeping that story of santa alive for them and santa magic and and just being good that being good in school being good at home will get you good uh press you know that was a whole thing being good you know if you're not good you're not gonna get this you know right. <laughs> so <I'm> like okay. <laughs> Right. That was right. it. That was another piece. I got. I got to be good. I can't mess up. I don't want to make no mistakes. I don't want to get in trouble. I want to get on my report card. You know, that was it. You know, <laughs> so good behavior. That's good. So talking about all of that. So for me, as soon as you said that, I automatically thought about the Christmas dinner, like the chicken and and uh, and just the food and 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 just the love and and just. Just being happy at whatever time that was, you was happy going to midnight mass uh, at church uh, and seeing your friends at church. We was all grew up in a Catholic uh, environment community, so a lot of people went to school together. We went to church together, so we would see each other at midnight mass and hang out and talk and talk about what we're gonna get for Christmas or whatever. And then we go home, and Santa Claus comes in the morning. You know, it was a, <laughs> right. it was it was a wild. It was it was so it was so crazy. Like you go home and you sleepy, you wake up. Hey, Santa wake. Claus don't take an Uber and drop your presents off and like. <laughs> I am such look, I am such a fan of the fact of waking up like going to bed and nothing is under that tree except for a few stuff that you spring in and waking up and it's like where all this stuff come from. Yeah. That, yeah. That that right there is where it's at to me. And and I, I wish and I hope parents bring that, keep that magic going. Cause I think right there is where it's at. Perfect. Yeah. I mean shout shout out shout out to parents and all they do for their kids. But man, being a parent nowadays must be hard. I don't know if you're a parent, but like being a parent, like your kids how many kids really actually believe that stuff, knowing that they can look up like Santa Claus on the internet or can put a camera phone to like catch your parents in the act of delivering the present <laughs> yeah. and doing all that stuff. But uh, do, do you have kids? And if you do, like, how do you, how do your kids see you as Dreezy Claus and dad? Do they know the distinction? Like, how old are your kids if you have any no, kids? No, I, no, I don't have kids personally, but I do work at a school. And for the for the for the for the older kids, like I just talked to my I, I talked to some seventh graders today, and I told them, you know, my side job. I said, hey, I got a side job. You know what it is? They say no. So I, I showed them my side job. They was like, what? That's so cool. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's so cool. So that part, so they got me cool point. Now for the little kid, for the little kid, you know, they that's gonna be the big test because they'd be like, that's Mr. Russell. You know, they're gonna be like, that's Mr. Russell. <laughs> They'll that call face, you out. So what I so I have so I have I have my story. My story is that Santa is real. Mr. Russell is the alias, like Superman Clark Kent. That's nice. what that is. Nice. So I go around. I go around. I have a day job. My day job is to work around the people, find out who's good, and then at Santa Claus, I go out and give out gifts. Nice. I'm, I'm Chicago. 
pause, you know? So, and I have a whole story and script behind that. And it might be a book one day, you know? Right. But the thing is to get them to understand that Santa Claus um, is a is 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 more than just a, a, a character, but it's a belief. It's a belief for kids that believe in this magic and how you represent and what it, and what it means. That's why I talk about good behavior. It's important to have good behavior, to be good at school, to be nice to others, because that's what the magic is all about. And and Santa rewards that. And if you believe in Santa and you believe in Santa rewards, then you'll be rewarded. And that's how that works. You know, I play on that as much as I can because you're right. They can look up stuff. But in the meantime, yeah, that's Santa over there. But I'm also Santa over here. I'm Santa too. My next thing is, and don't don't take this, don't <laughs> don't take this idea, but I'm creating what is called like the Santaverse. So they understand that there are different Santas all over, but I represent Santa here for Chicago. There's a black Santa. There's a black Santa in Houston. There's a black Santa in, you know, in other places, but I'm black Santa in Chicago. So I can't be everywhere. So right. Santa is, is, so Santa is a belief, but Santa is like a, a almost like a uniform, like a, a job, you know, and it's a gift. It's a gift. Like you could be Santa Claus for Chicago one day. You know, I could pass it on to somebody, you know, you don't know, but you know. That's interesting. Santa verse. Like it's kind of, like, huh, I can imagine. I want to see the Santa for Florida. That would be an interesting Santa. Exactly. <laughs> they ha- exactly. Exactly. And they have one. Like, like for me, like, I, like I'm not just Santa Claus during the wintertime. I'm also Santa Claus for July. So I do like a Christmas, I do like a Christmas in July setup. And I have like a whole Santa Claus outfit. I wear shorts and a shirt, you know. <laughs> I'm not wearing my, my, my winter uniform, you know, in the summer. Of course not. I'm going to wear a summer outfit. But it's going to be, you know, Santa related. So, you know, that's how I work. Nice, nice. So when did you come to the realization like you, you seem like someone that you've thought this this through obviously over the years like you have your alter ego you have like Christmas in July you have your storyline you have all these things when did you come to the realization how did you come to the realization of being Dreezy Claus after like playing Santa at your church when did you like choose that name and say oh I'll be Dreezy Claus and I'll be doing this every single year uh, well like I said when I started doing Santa Claus as an adult um, I have a nonprofit organization called the Smith Center for Community Advancement so I was I wanted to be Santa Claus for my organization because first Santa Claus that we hired, you know, I wanted I wanted to do it. I just didn't have enough time to do it and I didn't know what to do. So I didn't know where to get the soup from a nun like that. So someone else did it. And someone else did it, but I wanted to because I was like, I feel like I wanted to be that guy. You know, I don't know why. I just wanted to be that guy. So as soon as as soon as holiday season was over with, I went online, I bought a soup and went from there. Uh, And I was you, I was working exclusively with my organization. But then I started working. Other people was like, hey, I need a Santa Claus. Do you? I heard you do Santa Claus. You want to do this? You want to do that? You want to come, come see my kid? You know, come you know come to this party and all that other stuff like that. So that started building up, building up, building up. And I was like, I wonder if I can make it professional so I can have uh like a professional stamp makes it go a long way. So you're more than just a guy in a suit. You nice. know, you're a brand. You know, you, you know you're a brand and you and you, and you and you represent right. So when they so so when they see you, they're they're and they're spending money. So if they're spending money, give them quality. Give them quality service. Give them something that's memorable and, and, and quality so it's not just you showing up and leaving and and, and that's it I want I wanted to give them an experience for their family for their kids because this is something that's going to take them like I was young growing up with this image they're going to grow up with the same image I want them to grow up be like man I remember when Santa Claus came to my house and uh, uh, Santa Claus was here and he was cool and he was this and they're going to tell their kids this and I didn't think about it like that until like later on I just really wanted just to be a good Santa I want I didn't want to be bad Santa I I don't want to be like, I just 
I just didn't want to be bad. So I wanted to have some quality behind my name. I want to have, and that's how I went out. And my name is Andre. So nicknamed Dreezy. So I'm like, okay, so my brand name is Dreezy Claus, but I'm still Santa Claus. Okay. Nice. Uh, and I'm Chicago's Black Santa. I, I like you know, how you. I like how you embody this whole like story of like being good, like the Christmas spirit, making sure you're spreading love, giving people value for their money. Like a lot of immigrants can relate to what I'm about to say, but immigrant parents, like when you come over here from, I don't know, Iraq or Ghana or wherever it is, like your parents came from, like they have kids, they're not. The immigrant parents are not really big on a lot of American holidays like Halloween. Oh, scratch that. Um, Christmas, maybe, maybe not. Depends. You know, all these different things, Thanksgiving, and they can be very blunt. They can be like, oh, here's your present. Santa doesn't exist. So what tips do you, what tips do you have for a, a host of like immigrants listening to this podcast? It is a cultural podcast who may have kids. Uh, hey, you know what? Bend it a little this way. Do this a little bit just to like, I know you're immigrants, like you do things differently, but just add a little bit of that Christmas spirit to your two-year-old or your five-year-old or your four-year-old kind of thing. That's where I think my I think my style comes in because I'm I'm not just a typical traditional look. You know, you see the locks, first of all. You see the locks, that's cultural significance. I'm not talking like I'm a third person. I'm talking to you like a being. I, I connect with my families. I talk about things that they know and talk about and what they like. Um, I'm not like a larger-than-life care. I don't consider myself a larger-than-life care. I consider myself Santa Claus talking to you and, and, and Christmas spirit is like the magic the magic of whatever makes you happy and let's let's go with that okay I wasn't there when you was little so I wasn't there to, to I'm sorry it wasn't the Santa Claus that you saw growing up right. but I could be there for you. but I could be there for your kids I could be there just for now and just the image you know just the image and the, just the fun and to see your kids smile I mean that's the main thing I think I I really and I I truly mean this uh sir uh uh, I really, really enjoy the look of the parents watching their kids enjoy themselves. Mm. Their smiles are worth just as much as a kid's smile. Even if the kids are not smiling, they're looking at you like, who is this guy? And the parents are still enjoying that moment because they're, left, they're laughing at their kids like, oh my God, he's so scared. They're so nervous. But it's still all a memory. It's still a memory for them to have. And and they see me again next year, they won't be like that. There's kids I met, I met last year probably would be a lot more nicer this year. You know? <laughs> right. So they see me already, you know? And all the stuff like that. I'm going to remember them and say, hey, I remember this. And how how I connect my visit by actually talking to the families and like, hey, what is, you know, what is Ken like? What is they like? You know, what kind of games they like? What could it, you know what they want? So when I talk to them, I'm talking to them with the understanding of what they like already. So I'm connected to them. Nice, nice. How, do, how does Santa Claus, what are some of the ways Santa, uh, Dreezy Claus differs from Santa Claus? Like Santa Claus has elves, you know, reindeer, all this thing. Like what, what are some of the stuff in your story that, that makes you a little bit unique or different? What, what are some of the things you offer? Great question. Because I do have elves. I do uh, have reindeer. Uh, it's all traditional. I don't switch up nothing too crazy. Okay. Wait, you got elves in Chicago? Yes. Yeah, okay. they're elves here. Yeah, they're elves. They're elves. I have elves. I have reindeer. I have all of the, you know, the uh, the Santa Claus amenities. I don't switch it up too much. I just think I just get personal about just what I like. Uh, cookies is good. Also like eggnog. I like eggnog. I like lemonade. These are things that you can leave out. You know? Nice. <laughs> eggnog, lemonade. 
ate a grilled cheese sandwich, you know, stuff like that. You know, I like I always say things that I like, you know, <laughs> throw them off like leave me a grilled cheese sandwich and some lemonade. I I, I love you for that. And, I, and, and, and actually, a parent told me that they want their kid wanted to make me a grilled cheese sandwich and some lemonade. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 burn the house down. Santa has to have it. Santa has to have it. Nice. That's interesting. I was like, oh my God. And she was like, you better, I said, I said, did you leave it out? She said, yeah. And I, and I had to drink it and eat it. And I was like, good. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And, and you wrote a book as well, right? Like the boy who didn't believe. Like, yes, it, yes. Why, why did you choose to like um, write that book? And what's the story behind that book? I wanted to make that the first book because I thought that the story itself pretty uh, pretty much identifies with kids in general about not only like believing in Santa but just believing in Black Santa you can believe in Santa Claus but you think he's white and if I show you that Black Santa exists it makes you believe that wow Santa Santa looks like me or Santa is you know black or Santa you know there's more you know there's more than one Santa that's cool but you want to just have that idea so when I wanted to create a book and, and I thought about it there are no uh, Black Santa books there are there are well there are maybe some now because after last year the trend started kicking in. I saw I saw maybe one other book with an actual Black Santa. And I mean like a Black Santa, a unique Black Santa character, not just a white Santa that's just been black-faced, you know, for the story. For the story. It's, a, it, it's a big difference to have a Santa that's been black-faced for the story or chocolate-eyed, what you want to call it, you know, chocolate milk in them, you know, whatever, or an actual character that's actual, like, unique in this image. So I looked it up. I looked it up. I was like, man, I don't see any because because I wanted to read story. I wanted to read stories for the kids. I wanted to read the Santa read stories. So if I could read a story for the kid, let me find something that they can identify with. And there were no books on, you know. So uh, I was like, I got to make one. So that was my first book was Santa Claus and the Boy Who Didn't Believe because I wanted to just show, you know, that it's okay to believe in in Black Santa and 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 why to believe in Black Santa and being good and and, and doing good grades being nice to others. Those are the elements I put in the story to pass it on so they know, you know. Um, and the book means a lot to me because uh, I named the character after my grandfather who just passed away last year. So I made sure to add him in the book so he'll be immortalized in the book as well. So it's very personal to me about the story and the imagery and everything and just as a nice book to have to read. So you can always share with your friends. And then you actually meet me, you know, it's like, wow, you know, like Santa's real. Yes. So that's even more dope, you know, and I have a new book that's coming out actually uh, soon. It's called uh, Juju Claus and the Magic Coloring Activity Book. Magic Coloring Activity Book. Yes. So it's going to, so it's a coloring book and it's going to be an activity book with like uh, literacy, math, uh, mazes, you know, all that good stuff and, and coloring. Most, most important coloring because kids like to color, kids like to draw, kids like to do. So I got math, I got math and problems kids, in there. And kids like to make grilled che cheese sandwiches, apparently. As well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they go, yes, they have to. Uh, and uh and 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 I'm like, okay, cool. Like I got math pro I got math problems in there. I got like literacy problems in there, like like word, like word finds and word jumbles and mazes, connect dot. I wanted to make and Sudoku and Sudoku. Nice. And I wanted to do that book because I wanted to I wanted to um to highlight how important academics is and how important literacy is and, and problem solving is for these kids. And I wanted to represent that for my book for my next book and the 
color and things like that and have fun. I wanted them to have that, you know. So next book is coming out too. Thanks. So I'm I'm very proud of that coming out. It's almost like your your day job working in the school kind of like prepared you for a lot of the stuff you're implementing with the Dreezy Claws brand. Like that that's very impressive that you're doing all that. And, and shout out to you for that. Let me let me play devil's advocate for one second, right? There might be some people listening to this who might like, oh my god, representation again. Like, do we does everything have to change? Like all the cartoons are changing. Double seven is becoming a woman. Different things are happening. Like, what do you have to say for those people who say, do we need representation in Santa? These are people who might not necessarily have grown up with like a non-white Santa. So what do you have to say to those parents who are listening to this? Uh, I mean, I'm not forcing it down your throat. That's first and foremost. Okay, so I'm not forcing it down your throat. I'm just representing for those who want to see representation or who feel like they want to see representation. It's not like it's not like forcing down your throat. But if if we can suspend our belief that Matt, that Santa is a magical being, period. Why can't Santa look like anything or anyone he wants to look like? And on top of that, and on top of that, what's wrong with looking like a black person? You know, I'm not saying that your Santa was irrelevant. I'm saying make this Santa relevant right here. Okay. White Santa, I got a pic I got a picture with White Santa and, and me cheering, toasting each other nice. for the holidays. So nice. if that was so that that right there just tells you that there is no beef, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no beef at all. <laughs> Especially no, right. in Chicago. There's no beef. There's no. No beef. We in this together. We right. in this together. And and, and that it, it is what it is. But I think to show that that we exist or I exist is a good look for representation because that you want to show that. Plain and simple. Nice, and simple. nice. So yeah. I think that, so yeah. Yeah, that, that's definitely a good answer. Like, what's your like operation like? I know obviously it gets busy for you around this period because it's like Christmas season, but what's your typical, like, do you like go to malls and like have kids line up? Do you go for like personal family visits? Like, what's like your, how do you operate as a Dreezy Claus? Okay, so uh, they go to my website and they can book me directly. Um And I have physical, I have physical visits, like in-person visits, and I have virtual visits. Virtual visits, um, I did started last year because of COVID. So I would have like a whole like 10 minute, you know, uh, virtual visit with, you know, with the family. And we'll talk about stuff and read a story, you know, play a game or have some fun, you know, just have some fun and just talk to the kids about what they want and everything like that. That's easy. That's fun. The physical visits, they can still book me for that. Um, I haven't, I've officially opened up shop today for visitations, but I've been booking for a while now so uh my, my, my weekends are starting to fill up so the weekdays are starting to uh look uh are starting to open up now um i also work a day job at a school so my time is limited now this year but uh but i'm but but but, but the gigs are coming in like the gigs are coming in i definitely plan on working like a whole like a whole day where i visit daycares um i have a day where i visit different schools um i have weekend gigs i have oh which brings me to the big news that i have uh, can I share? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I have been given the opportunity to uh, host the tree lighting ceremony for the city of Chicago. Wow, nice. And nice. And because of that, I will be the first black Santa in the history of Chicago tree lighting to light tree. That's fantastic that, news. That's that fantastic news. Where, where, is, where does the tree lighting ceremony happen in Chicago? Millennium Park. Millennium Park. And you can pull it up your 
yourself and check in everything, but it's really dope opportunity. Nice, nice. Congratulations. And it's good to see, you know, cities like Chicago and different counties will definitely have that information in the show description. We'll also have your website. So if people want to book you, you do do shows outside Chicago, right? Well, uh, um, last year, my friend uh, sent me out to Texas to do a show in Texas. And that's what that's the only show I did in Texas. If I have time to go someplace, I would, but I don't know if I'm going to do it this year because the scheduling, I'm already booked for certain things, but never say never. I might get booked for something and I, I might have to fly out or come right back. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, but we'll see. I don't know. Like, I would love opportunity to go other places. Um, as long as as long as I don't bump heads with other Santas that are in other cities, because I want to respect. I want to. I want to respect. I want to respect their territory. I don't want to come to your territory without letting you. Know. <laughs> don't want to encroach on any Santa's territory. Create like a beef or anything. A turf yeah, war. I don't want that to happen. Like, you know, all right. Well, you right? you're the Santa from Chicago. They don't want smoke from Chicago Santa. <laughs> That's gonna Man. be that's a whole other that's a whole that's a funny conversation and so that's like a skit. That's yeah, like a tell me about it. Like as as you're saying all these things, just like you know, having different signers or like you no know, signers coming together, like you know, having a drink with white Santa, encroaching on each other's territory. Like that's a movie already. We can write a script about this thing. Like yeah, that, work, yeah working on that as well. Work like I said, like I want to make more, I want to write more books. I do want to write more books. I want to write more books about Santa. What does Santa do? Like, what does Santa do on his days off? You know, after the holiday season. You know, what's in his? You know, what's in Santa's magic bag? You know, uh, how did he become Black Santa? Like an origin story. These are all stories that could be written and made and and, and given out. You know. Like a whole book series. But I definitely want to do the Santaverse. I definitely want to do the Santaverse and I want to make it happen. And I, I want a, a Black Santa movie and I want Anthony Anderson play Black Santa. Nice, nice. That's a perfect. <laughs> that, that'll I be want. like a perfect. It'll be it like. Wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, if that happens, if that look, if we get look, if we get that happening, I want you to be at the uh, 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 red carpet. I want you to come wherever you are to come to the red carpet. If if it happens, no matter what. Yeah, definitely. And like anything we can do as well, Culture Class Podcast. If you need some kind of publicity or whatever it is you're doing creatively, like you know, we can also dig in on networks. Like that's definitely something I want to see happen as well. Like Anthony Anderson, maybe like Cedric the Entertainer, like who, whoever. Oh like, yes, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. See, look at you. Look at you. Give me ideas. I'm going to go ahead and start going to Twitter right now. You got the pipes running. Like you have the pipes running. Like, do you officially, well, maybe we can, we can definitely talk about it offline, but I just want to say thank you very much for not just black kids, but for kids in general, dedicating your time and wanting to see kids happy and parents also happy. Uh, definitely bringing light to the world. Thank you so much. Is there a last nugget you want to leave for parents listening to this about Christmas in general or just about anything? Uh, well, first of all, let me just say thank you once again for the opportunity. I checked out your uh, your other uh, podcast and your site and you're doing good things and, you, and you're giving voice voice to people who might not have opportunity to share their voices. So that's a beautiful opportunity. So I, spe- I respect you and your ministry so much. So thank you. Thank you for your ministry. That's, that's, you're doing God's work too, bro. For real. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, we're all doing our own little part and hoping to make the world a little bit better. <laughs> 
Exactly. And that goes with me too and everything. So right now for me, uh, I would just say use this, use this opportunity. <laughs> uh, the holiday season is a good opportunity to get your kids to act right. That's all mm. I got to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's the best opportunity. And if you show things like Dreezy Claus and all this other stuff and everything, you will get them to act right because they know that he he's out here. Right. You know, they might not believe in, you know, come on. You got to show them that. Take a picture with me and be like, here, he's watching you. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right, you right. Know? You know, we can dial me up and do like a Santa FaceTime call. We can talk and be like, hey, what's going on? I heard you ain't doing good in math. Let's fix that. Okay. Nice. And it's fun. It's fun. I don't I don't mind doing that. Anything it takes, you know? That's such an interesting perspective. Like just making using Santa Claus to make sure like your young kids kind of like act right. I'm sure the presents also like different nowadays. Like some kids might be asking for like Robux yeah. or whatever oh, or yeah, the, so, the Fortnite yeah, I even, skins. Look, I le- <laughs> right. I learn about it. I learn about it and I just say, okay, me and your mother going to work it out. <laughs> and then you leave it to the I, mother. <laughs> the, L's, the L's don't make that stuff. But we going to talk about it and pick it up. I got to, uh, they, they're like, how you buy this stuff? I have a magic credit card, sir. I can buy whatever I want. <laughs> a okay? magic credit card. And, and right. it all depends on how good you are with determine what I can get for you. So, <laughs> and then I'll talk to your mom and see what we can do with that. <laughs> facts. Facts. Man, man, we appreciate you, Dreezy. Thank you so much for everything you do. And and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone listening. And uh, 2022 will be a better year than 2021. But let the magic Amen. of Christmas live within your household. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>